Watch out. We, not Meredith, love Leo. Okay. Any other titles? Watch out. Meredith and Kel- Meredith doesn't... No. Watch out. Kelsey and Emery love Leo. Watch out. It's an iceberg. That's the That's best one. one. That's like my strongest one. The yeah. other one is like, watch out. Getting to the bottom of Leo's codependency issues. Oh my gosh. And then so good. like, watch out. Love it for sight will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So mine are watch out. Leo makes a splash. <laughs> <laughs> And watch out, Leo rinse repeat instead of lather rinse repeat. Oh my gosh, you guys. <laughs> Yours are so good. Yours are good. Welcome to Watch Out with Helen Hall Library, a deep dive into classics, hidden gems, and new favorites all found in your library stacks. Hi, I'm Emery. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Meredith. And in this episode, we're doing a truly deep dive into Titanic from 1997 and William Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet from 1996, both Leonardo DiCaprio vehicles featuring themes of tragic romance, star-crossed love, life and death, and water. Romeo and Juliet first. 1996, directed by the madman himself, Baz Luhrmann, starring Leo. Bump on a log, Claire Day. No! You bite your tongue. I, mean, I bite my thumb so at you. Bad in this. Is. Do you bite your thumb at me, sir? I bite my thumb at you, sir. I bite no. my thumb at Claire Danes. No. <laughs> uh, um, John Leguizamo. Yeah. Uh, Daddy. Daddy Jamie Kennedy. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. No. Postleway and Paul Sorvino. Yes. Oh, and Brian Dennehy, who doesn't say a single thing. Yes. Which one's that one? He's Romeo's father. He says stuff. I don't remember him saying anything. I, yeah, now that I realize that, I feel like he would just like show up and be in pictures. I no. swear he has words. Paul Sorvino does. Yeah. yeah. And he has like some glitter makeup on. Oh, I love it. Oh my gosh. It's, it's so satirical. Mm. And then, I don't know her name, but like Juliet's mom, who's a really bad it's actress. And Lady she's in, Capulet is yeah. her name. But she's like in Heat also, and she's really bad in that movie. Oh, I thought you meant Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, as soon yeah. as I said it, I was like, thank <laughs> you, know, bro. I was like, I guess. But, like, she's just really bad in everything I've ever seen her in. Uh, so, basically... Baby Paul Rudd. Wait, when the credits rolled, I literally was like, Paul Rudd! You didn't even recognize <laughs> Well, because it said Paul Rudd. And I was like, I, I forgot he was in this. Yeah. yeah. So, everyone knows, like, the basic Romeo and Juliet plot. Two members of warring families fall in love at first sight. And it ends in, like, tragedy when they both die because of, like, miscommunication. So, I feel like the biggest thing worth talking about the movie is like the visual style mm. like the updated time period i and, love that yeah i love that that's set you know in verona beach yeah and they're like warring mafia families or i thought they were like business it's it's well, they were mafia with like legitimate business fronts oh, okay like almost every mafia yes, yes. Member has legit business but it's like a docu cop show i loved the visual style mm. i loved mercutio oh god um, He's really fantastic. He is yeah. fantastic. How, if you have not watched Oz, he does a lot of, like, soliloquies. He's, like, mm. one of the main characters, and he's... Um, he's in Lost. I... He's amazing. Okay, so as I was watching this movie, I didn't like the sort of a little bit of the slapstick-type comedy that mm. Leo had to do. I felt like it was beneath him. I mean, maybe I just missed it, but, like, what the heck? Claire Danes is in the church laying down on her little pyre or whatever for the whole 
whole time Father Lawrence was at the post, he knows that mm. the post didn't get to Leo. FedEx just like he ruining knows, everything. Right? <laughs> he knows that. But then like where is he for the next like rest of the movie? Did he die? Because he could have just like wouldn't he have been there in the church with Juliet? And he could have just stopped and been like, No, no, it's just a you know, she's fine. I They should have tied up his his end better. Well, take it up with Shakespeare. Yeah. It could have been Baz Luhrmann's interpretation. Um, I feel like Baz Luhrmann has the biggest galaxy brain in the entire world to like read Romeo yeah. and Juliet and then visualize this movie. It's and, amazing. And like pull this movie out of thin air. I love yeah. that. I, it was a, that to me, it was amazing because it makes it relatable. I could actually like understand like, because they were talking Shakespeare, but I was like, oh, because of like their facial expressions. Mary and, and Marvelous, like, by the way. Yeah. As yeah. the maid. Mm. I really, oh, really love the fact that they made her Latina? Latina. There we go. Because it just fits with the I think that she gives one of the she's my VIP. I think she gives one of the best performances. She does give one of the best performances. Absolutely. Jamie Kennedy's pink hair is my is the I whole think, Montague boys like they're like I love it. Benvolio and, and yeah. like oh my god. Yeah. I, I made a and note. They're so dumb and doughy. They are. <laughs> oh my gosh. I made a note. Surfer punks question mark? Yeah. Versus Catholic Latinos? Yeah. Are they Italian? Are, are they Italian? I think that's Italian. I put Italian. Surfer punks question mark versus leather cowboys. I would say Italian because of Paul Sorvino. <laughs> mm-hmm. But John Leguizamo is Hispanic. He, but the he's man. He's like a Hollywood, just like you can play any brown person. Oh, God. That's what Oscar Isaac, he's like, he's like, I can play Jewish people. I play yeah. Muslim people. I play Hispanic people. I play them all. Okay, so my kids are like really big into Encanto right now. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, do you see this guy? That's Bruno. Ozzy actually watched a fair part of the, at least the beginning. I mean, it's so colorful and Yeah, fast. and yeah. loud. When John Leguizamo is so showy about his... Oh, that's Pit Curl. About his... Mm. About his Oh my gosh, and his devil outfit. Mm. And I love that they name the so- the guns. guns after swords. When Don Leguizamo like takes his jacket off and kneel and like lays down, I'm like, I love you so much. He does look really incredible. He does. I feel like this movie is much more like diverse and progressive and like interesting than like many movies today. And like that whole like the party where John Leguizamo's like the devil and Paul Rudd's an astronaut and mm-hmm. Leo's on acid. We watched that in high school, and she like fast forwarded through Mar- Marcuccio, like giving him the. P- and I was like, that's like one of the best parts of the movie. I thought he I was thought on ecstasy. I thought it was, uh, yeah, I thought it was ecstasy, but yeah. you know. That's why he fell in love at first sight. Yeah. <laughs> it's drug love, it's not even real love. <laughs> I, I mean, and he. Okay, I just. The whole R- Romeo and Juliet is I ridiculous. Hate Romeo and it's Julia. ridiculous. But the movie. For what the material, for the material that it has to work with, I think did a great job. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, okay, it didn't have to work with the material. Why not? There's nothing that told that told anyone, if you're going to do a reimagining of Romeo and Juliet, you have to keep it exactly verbatim to Shakespeare. That was yeah, a choice. But, no, but there's so many. Wh- I think I just, I think like, like West Side Story, I'm still yeah. like, this is so stupid. I, like, I like you don't even West know Story. each other. How can you love each other? Like, I'm just. Mm, I hate so, West Side Story. Like the concept of two people meet and still like fall in love let's like run off together or from different backgrounds i'm just like i hate these movies so it's the concept yeah not even the shakespearean language i totally agree so there is something i was telling you guys 
earlier that there is something about this movie stylistically that reminds me of Fellini. And I don't we need know. We do a Fellini episode. We should do a Fellini episode. Kelsey would lose her mind. She would. I, I never like, heard of it. He's, he's an Italian director. Yeah. And it's he like does like neo realism. Yeah. I don't know if it's because, and then I was mentioning, I don't know if it's because like stylistically it just, like especially the party just feels like his later, like more kind of psychedelic things. Mm. Like the color, like color Fellini. Like. I do think that he has the same thing that he does the same I, I mean Baz Luhrmann does the same thing in Moulin Rouge mm. he has like a chaos scene you Baz know? Luhrmann reminds me like not thematically but like stylistically of like Spike Lee like you turn a Spike Lee movie on and you're like you know it's Spike Lee right no one does it like Spike Lee mm-hmm. for better or worse right and you turn on Baz Luhrmann and you're like this is a Baz Luhrmann yes. movie <laughs> like well and for like three seconds in the opening of Romeo and Juliet I was like this could be Tarantino hmm. before anything started happening just like the way that the thematic jump the shots cinematic yeah action yeah like cinematically i was like oh this could be tarantino mm-hmm. for a second maybe yeah. maybe some of the like beach button down shirts were like pulp fiction inspired mm. from tim roth in the yeah. restaurant it kind of feels like and i think it's intentional that this is like a perhaps like a parallel world of ours mm. or like a like, almost dystopian future mm. or like hyper realistic yeah like, something that's like not like a video game almost. yeah yeah it, oh it reminded me a lot of like grand theft auto okay but yeah, like yeah. For sure. yeah. <laughs> yeah for sure you don't really know where they are Mm. it's like you you don't really know where they are are they in california yeah they're in it's like verona beach or whatever but verona beach is like a made-up place i know it's supposed to be venice right like it was filmed in mexico city there's just something that feels not of this world but then you look at them at the wedding and you see him in that suit and you see her hair and you're like oh yes hello 
choose between Paul Rudd and Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, right. You win either way. Oh like, my gosh. And, and Paul Rudd wouldn't have like made you kill yourself. I know. But I do love the meet cute at the fish scene at the yeah. fish tank. I think it's mm-hmm. really sweet. The whole time I was like, but he's on drugs. Like this is no. Like... He already like threw it all up. Uh, mm. I'm believing that on purpose. I did think okay. it was funny. He has, like, the scene where he's, like, washing his face in the water. And I was like, he does that in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's a callback it's a call to back. his earlier career. Yeah. Tarantino, you see, master. See? Stylist? No. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I kind of stopped caring after, like, the pool scene. Because you I was know. Like, yeah, I was like, I know the plot. And then I would, like, look up and be like, oh, the church, like, the crosses. That's yeah. good cine- cinematography, but... Hmm. I made a note. These folks are awfully quick to arrange a wedding and a funeral but can't effectively deliver a message Mm. but that's like i said what happened to the father lawrence oh that message didn't get delivered oh well i did like laugh out loud when they like the post guy just like kind of like knocked and then just like put the sticker on like the bottom of the door and then it like pans around and leo's like behind the trailer playing baseball and then he like steps on the note that's like fallen into the grass and i was just like this is very real I still love Jean Leguizamo. Mm-hmm. He was perfect Tybalt. Yeah, this movie's like very like generally like just felt. I was like, this is very just like queer, like mm-hmm. in a general just. Shakespeare is very queer. Yeah. 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 yeah, but I was like, oh, this is like, reminds me of like, there's like that show on FX that's like Pose. They could recreate this movie on Pose. It's like Billy Porter. I think it's about when they would do like underground queer dance competitions. Yeah, and like the thing, yeah, the original Vogue Vogue. And where you like drop on your like one leg. It's thing. like Paris is Burning. Have you ever seen that documentary? I haven't. But yeah, and like very flamboyant. It was very, F- yeah. It's on mm-hmm. FX. It's like a couple seasons and I think it's gotten awards and stuff. I was like, Billy Porter should be in this movie. Like, <laughs> I mean, they do a good job of with Mercutio of mm-hmm. kind of muddling the line. Yeah. I also don't find it believable that Claire Danes is that couple's child. Yeah. You or so? yeah, like I wouldn't no. kill myself for her. <laughs> oh, also apparently um Emma Watson was supposed to be in this. Wasn't she like 12? No. She no. started filming and she was like 14. Wait, I read it was Natalie Portman. Oh, was it Natalie Portman? And she looked like... He, it looked like he was molesting her. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah, what and I she was, like, yes. 14. And yeah. he was, like, 21. And I'm like, so he is molesting her because she's 14. But and was she With 14? her parents' consent. Oh, yeah. He's like, I mean, I don't really, like, kiss and stuff. And I'm like, oh, he's, he's an adult. Yeah. Uh. But Leo picked Claire Danes. I was like, okay, Leo. He can do whatever he wants. So this movie was crazy huge. Posters in every teenage girl's room. Hello. Um, it's a good poster. It is a good yeah. poster. The soundtrack Amazing. was huge. Great. Garbage, Everclear, Butthole Surfers, Radiohead. Yeah, you don't think you're going to go into a William Shakespeare movie and hear some like Butthole Surfers and Radiohead? Mm-hmm. No. Hello, 1996. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Does anybody have any other comments? I wish there were more movies set in modern day like this. I love that they mm. made the pro long a newscast mm. i love it and i think that there should be more baz Luhrmann remakes of shakespeare but the better shakespeare plays okay because sometimes you could pull it off like for instance what's that movie with amanda Bynes? she's the man it's based on 12th night mm-hmm. by shakespeare and it's amazing it's you it's great it's funny mm. it's you know it's got channing tatum and and amanda Bynes and i don't know who else but like it's an early 2000s yeah movie but um so you think there need to be more content Contemporary retellings of Shakespeare. Yes. Mm. But it's kind of a hit or miss. 
Mm. You know, like Titanic, you said, was like just Romeo and Juliet again, all over again. There's lots of movies that are like that, right? Like just a retelling. Star-crossed lovers, mm-hmm. yeah. But I think very few, for instance, even though Twelfth Night is not Star-crossed lovers, I'm just saying generally as a Shakespeare remake, very few, I think, can pull it off. Mm. Unless you're like Kenneth Branagh. Have you guys seen the, have you guys seen the Hamlet that has Glenn Close and... Oh, okay. But what's her name? Oh, I have in high There's school. There's an updated Hamlet I haven't seen with, like, Ophelia? Ophelia Oh, yeah. Helena is Bonham Carter. Helena Bonham Carter. Is that the one? Yes. Where Kenneth Branagh is Hamlet. No, no, no. It's the one with Mel Gibson. With Mel oh, Gibson as yeah, Hamlet. Oh, yeah, 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 There is the Kenneth Branagh Hamlet that's, like, three hours okay, long and has, like, I Jack s- Lemmon in it for a second. Mm. I saw the Helena Bonham Carter one. Mm. <laughs> so, do we want to do ratings? Yes. Recommendations? So I give this a three if it wasn't Romeo and Juliet. Like if it was just, I don't know, some like same aesthetics and crazy colors and campiness and everything. But it was just like not Romeo and Juliet. I'd probably like it a lot more. Mm. Genuinely think if someone besides Claire Danes was in it, I would like it more. I truly just every time I'd be like, like her? Why do you not like her? She, I don't know. She's just not good in it. Like I just think she's like really bad. And he's like going for it. And she's just like there. And I'm like, oh. I thought she was Roger Ebert when this movie first came out I was reading the review that he did and he hated it and he basically accused almost every single person in the movie of just screaming to communicate intensity and he was it's just it's just not right like (laughs) you guys just don't understand so many of these people obviously can't take in and perform Shakespeare so I think Leo did a really good job at the end when he was in the church. Mm. I think he did a really good job. Um, the face acting where he's not talking? You're being ugly. <laughs> he did much better than Keanu does You're being does ugly. With I'm so That's sorry. how I talk to my cat when he's being ugly. <gasps> I didn't be honest. You're like... being yucky right now. So, okay, I think Leo's face acting is perfect, and I think his crying is amazing. Because his face is perfect? Is yes. Mm. And I think he had on his acting shoes for that movie. Once we talk about Titanic, we'll talk about if he has his acting shoes on or not. Okay. I would recommend Kenneth Branagh's Much Ado About Nothing, Keanu and Denzel Washington. That's not even the first time she's recommended no. that. Our brothers, they both wear leather pants, and Keanu has two scenes where he's shirtless and oily. Oh my gosh. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's so good. Also, like Kenneth Branagh Galaxy Brain, like mm. Denzel and Keanu, mm-hmm. hottest brothers ever. I'm a much bigger fan of Baz Luhrmann's The Great Gatsby. Oh, okay. He did The Great Gatsby? Yeah. Yeah, with Leo. I didn't know that was directed yeah. by him. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That's so visual language. I, now that you say that. Yeah. But recommend that. I really like that. I uh, recommend Roman Polanski's Macbeth. I have not seen Roman okay. Polanski's Macbeth. It's really good. Is it he, the one with Ian something? I don't know who's in it, but he made it after, it was the first thing he made after the Tate murders. Oh yeah. Sure. And it's very like bloody and dark and like, you know, it has like the floating dagger and like people oh, were wow. like, your wife was like stabbed to death. And the movie's about like what are you working t- through? Yeah, exactly. Landscape. Like very dark. Uh, it's not any of the ones. It's like mm. John Finch. But it's very good. And like I'm not a huge Shakespeare person, so but it's a good one. I need to see the new one with Denzel. Oh, and then also the one with Michael Fassbender from a few years ago. Like and Marion Cotillard. That Macbeth is really good too. But the yeah. Roman Polanski one's good. And then also Baz Luhrmann has his Elvis movie coming out yes. this year. Oh, who's Elvis? 
Austin Butler. Oh. The trailer, it like looks, it's like very Baz Luhrmann. But I love how they cut the trailer. Like Elvis does like a hip thrust and then it immediately cuts like a girl in the audience just being like, ah, and like flinging herself backwards. So like his like hip thrust like makes like girls just like fly across the theater. Um, it looks <laughs> the force of it. <laughs> yeah. It looks amazing. It's so it's either going to be like amazing or like really bad. Um, but that's coming out. So you got to rep Baz Luhrmann. Just because even if like Spike even if he doesn't hit what he was going for i'm just glad someone's doing some weird stuff and yes. some unique stuff and then like tom hanks is in it and i think he's like really fat like prosthetics and he's doing is like he old elvis no he's elvis's like weird manager that was, oh like, the a- colonel yes yes and he's like <laughs> you and i are the same son and like we're the same person oh my god <laughs> it's, it's i think it's gonna be like a bad hanks performance oh my gosh that's yes. amazing you're gonna so, for it. i want to be there for that i'm pre Preemptively recommending them. <laughs> so three stars and some Polanski, some Brana, some more Baz Luhrmann. Those are my recommendations. <laughs> so I would give it three stars also because I don't like Romeo. Actually, I don't know, probably three and a half. But I don't know. The three stars that it's getting is because it's so visually well done. Mm. But I think yeah, I'll, I'll stick with three stars. And my recommendations are uh, Baz Luhrmann's uh, Moulin Rouge. Mm-hmm. They both have some crazy screaming scenes. Moulin Rouge. I'll die on that hill. Have you seen Strictly Ballroom? No. I think that's part of the trilogy. Yeah, it's like Strictly Ballroom, Romeo and Juliet, and Moulin Rouge. Rouge. It's like the Red Curtain trilogy. The other one I was going to recommend was She's the Man, because it's fun, and Mm -hmm. it's not, it's Shakespeare, Mm -hmm. and you don't know you're watching Shakespeare if you don't know Shakespeare. And then the Ian McKellen Macbeth, because that is Shakespeare, and it's very dark, and it's Judy Dent. Dame Judy Dent. The Dame. The Dame Judy Dench. There we go. Is Lady Macbeth and Ian McKellen is Macbeth. And those are the only two I remember, but that one's pretty, pretty good. So that's a more serious. But if you want to watch like a, a better Shakespeare play than Romeo and Juliet, I think those are the two and they're mm-hmm. two very different styles. So I'll give it a three. I think that this movie, because of my experience, I've been to a lot of in high school with girls who really love this movie. It was like on in the background and then we were like listening to music. So I think mm. that is like a don't listen to them. Just like have uh, it just have visual. The, yeah, yeah. I did do after the pool scene. I just started watching Johnny Knoxville videos on my phone. And then I would just like look up and see Leo and I'd be like, Knoxville, Leo, for recommendations, do um, some early Leo basketball diaries. What's eating Gilbert Grape? What's eating Gilbert Grape? He did make a face in this movie that reminded me of his face in What's, <laughs> what's eating, eating Gilbert Grape. Do a Claire Danes My So-Called Life. Mm. Um, watch that. I don't know. I can't teenage my so-called. I kind of. I kind of can't stomach Jared Let Leto. Mm. Oh really? Yeah. He's just supposed to be dumb and pretty. He is so pretty. I can't, like, he's very pretty, but I can't stomach him a little Mm. bit. But that's, like, great for Jordan Catalano, the character he plays in My So-Called Life. Oh. Because he's pretty and dumb and not a good guy, really. Oh. And she's, like, So he's playing himself. Maybe. A couple of other recommendations. Ten Things I Hate About You. Oh, Mm. yeah, that one, too. You know, that's a Taming of the Shrew. Yep, yep. Keith Ledger. My Own Private Idaho. Why have you not mentioned My Own (laughs) Private Idaho, am I right? I wrote a whole paper on it for Shakespeare class. 
Yeah. Yeah. Which one's that one? It's the. We're gonna be watching it for Pride Month. No, no, no. But like Shakespeare. It's King Henry. It's King Henry. If it was like grunge, Seattle, and Hemming River Phoenix are like street hustlers. So this is a recommendation for Emery for some surfer punk young men. Is SLC Punk? Have you ever seen that movie? It's on my my watch list. I think I watched it like when I was probably too young, and I was probably just like, yeah, Lillard, spiky, spiky hair. That'll probably get bumped on my watch list. I don't even remember what happens in that movie. I don't really either. I just remember the visual aesthetics, and I just remember it's a too lot loud. of Salt Lake City punk. It's so mm-hmm. visually loud. Yes. It hurts me. It gives me... I don't I, think I've seen like, a movie like it. I want to go lay down and put a pillow over my face and take a nap. So that's my rating, my recommendation. Is that Aussie work? Yes. I love it. Oh, what an artiste. I know. Yeah. You might be a Shakespearean character if you fall head over heels in love at first sight almost every day with someone different. You have a stable guy in your life who your parents adore, but you find yourself falling for a bad boy. You faked your own death with the help of a priest. A mispackage delivery has ruined your life. I mean day. Visit Dewey Decimal Number 822.33 to find your Shakespeare play. Okay, Titanic, 1997, directed by James Cameron, who may or may not be a hack. Um, Written by, directed, he has almost as many credits as Tommy Wiseau. Yeah. He did the drawings. And we'll let that just hang there. Starring Leo, Kate Winslet, Kathy Bates, Bill, I put Billy Kane, Billy Zane, <laughs> Bill Paxton. Mm-hmm. And um, I really, to me, it would stand out like Victor Garber as Thomas Andrews. Mm-hmm. But um, lots it, of other. Yeah, yeah. Bernard Hill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jack Warner. Mm-hmm. It's about the sinking of the Titanic. It's two people from like different classes fall in love in a few days and they fight to survive the sinking of the ship. Um, Rose, Kate Winslet, is a, I guess, formerly like wealthy woman. Like they have some debts and she's sailing with her family and she's her. She's like secretly not wealthy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And her like arranged marriage, fiance, marriage of convenience. Jack Leo is a like scrappy hustler kind of guy who wins a ticket to the maiden voyage of the Titanic and then Jack saves Rose from jumping overboard and they have a whirlwind romance aboard the Titanic and I'll let Kelsey take it away. Okay I think Sheldon said it best yesterday that the dialogue what was what did she say? Now I said it. The dialogue ruins the movie. Dialogue's awful. I will say that but. Because James Cameron like Tommy Wiseau doesn't know how real people talk. Production value was amazing. Um, That was like the most expensive movie ever made. It, I mean, to me, I don't care one way or another about James Cameron, but I think that if you forget that the dialogue is terrible, then, and, and you know, even not, not even all that, not even all of the dialogue is terrible, but really it's mostly just the dialogue between Jack and Rose. Yeah, because I feel like he talks to her like she's a, everyone talks to her like she's a child. Mm. And, and I'm just like, Ugh. it's mostly Leo's dialogue, I think, that's terrible. So um, I don't think he had on his acting shoes for this movie. I think Kate Winslet did amazing. And I love this movie. It makes me, it made me, I, it had, be, it has been probably more than five years since I've seen this movie, but I watched it a lot as a kid. So I think I became desensitized to the actual things that happen mm. in the movie. So I'm watching it and I'm crying, watching it for like the last 20 minutes of the movie, just crying the whole time. And Robert's like, are you crying? And I was like, no, I'm not. And Aurora, I, I had Aurora watch it with me. What did Aurora think? Aurora thought it was really sad, but she didn't cry. I was like, okay, fine. 
Did she watch it with childlike wonder? <laughs> she did not. I think she was really surprised that, well, in the beginning, you know, that's real footage, right? Mm-hmm. And so that I was like, James oh, Cameron film. Yes. Yeah. I was like, that's real footage, Aurora. That's exactly what it looks like. And she's like, oh my God, really? And I was like, yeah. And then I'm like, get ready. You know? And then so I'm telling her throughout the movie that these are all real people or that they were all real people who were on the Titanic and, you know, that this really happened and that really happened, you know, a certain dialogue actually happened i'll forever love the movie forever and ever forever and ever and ever and ever okay i'm going to you're gonna you i'm gonna have i have some comments from james oh yes because he loves this movie yes 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 in addition to you need to watch this movie with childlike wonder he said you're not cooler than titanic titanic is cooler than you yes he said, you have to be free of all your baggage that you brought to Titanic. Oh, absolutely. And actually experience the movie. Absolutely. He said, it's the apex of motion pictures. It's about the universal con- human condition and predicament. Okay, well, mm. I mean. Uh, it's no Dune 2021. <laughs> <laughs> Which he also saw like two or three times. And he year. said, it's fine. Yeah, oh, he, he went and fun. saw it two or three times? Oh, yeah. Oh, good for him. Yeah, he He's saw it a bunch of times. <laughs> So yeah, I'm just going to put those mm, out there because okay. he is also a huge fan. We have watched it more recently. We probably watched it maybe a year ago. Oh. And while I was watching it, he was like, I don't know if I want to be around for you watching this movie. Oh, this time. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, Because, yeah. you know, like he's very affected by it and I'm a little... Next time James wants to watch it, I'll should. watch it with him. Okay, all right. I will because let him know. I will let I'll him be, know that that is an open invitation. I'll be appreciative. Time. Okay. Was James Cameron the editor on this? No. Okay. If I was his editor... I would have taken out all the submarine stuff, all the old lady stuff. You don't need it. I don't care about what Rose did after the Titanic. Her granddaughter doesn't seem to care either. She's not shocked or anything. Nope. And I can't tell if she knew or didn't know. You start the movie with just like the submarine lights shining. says like HMS Titanic. Mm -hmm. You immediately go into the period piece. Mm -hmm. Go all the way through. And at the end, Rose is like looking at America. And then you just fade to like old Rose standing on a dock with the necklace on. And throwing the... I, the I, think, in the... I don't know. But well, like, what? But, that takes out 40 minutes of the runtime? I agree. That's a perfect edit. Yeah. And the, But you keep Bill Paxton as like a, a witty oil tycoon hanging out with Kathy Bates or something. Oh, yeah. okay. But yeah. he won't have the shaggy hair and earring. No, it'd be like slicked back, but he's like a nouveau riche yeah. mm-hmm. oil yeah. tycoon that doesn't know how to act I like properly. That. Mm-hmm. I so like you still that get edit. Bill Paxton, you don't get all the other crap with the old lady. That's good. Because I also really did not like the the, like fat long-haired guy in the submarine oh, so uh-huh. he was obnoxious and mm-hmm. i was like go away and i, I, I those was, are my notes for james cameron when i was good watching, notes emery when i was watching this movie i realized that when he's telling rose what happened with the digital mm-hmm. you know view i was like that's really insensitive yes i know she, she knows what happened she knows what happened what a fine forensic analysis as opposed to an experiential one she oh makes very and clear he, he somehow mansplains her yeah. experience her most her. traumatic experience. Like, I feel like she should have been like, oh, yes, like, it snapped in half and blah. And then he could just, like, look at Bill Paxton and be like, that's what my model says. And then be like, I believe her now or something. I don't know. Or you just know, not at all. James Cameron wants to ever make a director's cut. Just cut that all out. Okay, so what could have been good was, mm-hmm. you know, he could have made a mistake in his forensic analysis. And she could have been like, actually, what really happened was this. 
you're wrong. I read that it spiraled that they found out from a documentary or in some documentary that what happened after it bobbed for a second was that when it sunk, it didn't just go straight down. It spiraled all the way down. So like speaking of like doomed characters, I love a doomed character. The only person that I felt sadness about and like, oh, this person was like Victor Garber, Thomas Anderson. The Mm -hmm. second they showed him, I was just like... It's not gonna end well for you, bro. And then I was just like sad the whole time. He did every a really time they, good job. Yeah, with he's that. really good. Mm-hmm. But every time they showed him, that's when I'd be like, oh yeah, they're all gonna die. He's the only one who gave me like any emotion in the whole film, and yeah. it's probably because he's like an elder actor. Mm-hmm. You know? But him and Kathy Bates had their acting shoes on. They yes, did for sure. sure. Kathy Bates is my VIP. She's, she's always amazing. Always amazing. Always. I love think anything with her in it. I think this would be better like as a just disaster movie. Movie. Like you take out romance, you you focus on like ten different characters that are various stations throughout the ship. Like you focus on a couple crewmen, some steerage people, some upper class people, the captain, maybe like someone on a different boat that starts receiving the messages, and you like focus on those ten people like Poseidon adventure style or mm. something. Take mm. out the romance because I was just like I don't, I don't care. I mean, <laughs> I don't like whirlwind three day romances. Mm. I think they're not, with your exception, believe. Yours <laughs> yeah. did not end in but, like but, double but, suicide. No, <laughs> no, but it's and like James didn't die in a. The majority of the time. They do not work. No. Mm-mm. And all my whole life as a child watching this movie, I never understood where she said, I'll never let go. And then she like lets him go. I'm like, that's really bad. Like she just let him go. And then she's like, I've never spoken about him. And it's like, wouldn't you, if you were going to never let go, wouldn't you like, we need to talk about this. Like, wouldn't you be constantly like given interviews to talk about him or something or started Jack Dawson foundation or something? Dialogue is awful, but I love Billy Zane. He's really, really good. Yeah. He's really good. I just, I love him. I feel like it gets better once you bring in different points of views. Like once mm-hmm. they hit the iceberg and then it starts focusing on like Captain. And because the whole movie is like Rose's point of view. Mm-hmm. But once you finally get like, oh, she's not like in this scene. It's two guards in the tower. That's when it gets better because you bring more people into it. <laughs> I feel like, I mean, obviously it's not really progressive, but Fabrizio and Tommy mm-hmm. were giving off like some mm-hmm. vibes. And I was like, they could have developed that. Could have been something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tommy made made me sad too oh yeah that yeah. did make me sad how they locked people in yeah i think just... um the film has a really good use of like sound like the metal groaning and mm. cable snapping and there was it's no... like horrifying to did, hear did y'all read or anything that there was no moon that night oh. and so i'm like 99 sure i read that that there was no moon so it was very dark so when the power went out mm. it was like pitch black no stars no moon Maybe there, maybe there was stars. I don't know, but there was no moon. So once the lights went out, just a bunch of people screaming in the dark. I made a few notes. Let's see here. I wouldn't want my daughter showing up with Leo. Why not? I don't. Are trust you his saying face. this? Oh my goodness. I just Are don't you trust saying his face. this as a rich person in first no. class? No, I'm saying this as... Like, saying even this as if a you mom. were in steerage and she showed up with Leo? I'm, yeah, I'm saying this as a mom. I don't trust his face. 
And based on what I read about Leo's personal relationships, I feel vindicated by that. Story. I prefer <laughs> not to think about that. Oh, okay. Mm. Let's see here. I will put my head in. I did thing. like that he called her, or he said, you seem like an indoor girl. I feel like I'm an indoor girl. <laughs> yeah. Must be an indoor girl. Mm-hmm. Um, I put this quote, the purpose of university is to find a suitable husband. And well, I was like, done that. yeah, I was like, oh my God, that's not the purpose of university <laughs> anymore. <laughs> That's not even. The, I don't think it was the purpose of university then. Like, no, it was. Yeah. Really? They used to call. They used to. They used to say that women were going to college to get their MRS. That's I made a dumb. note about the circular collect connections and interiors and passageways of the ship at the beginning. In the beginning, those are a way to like the maze-like quality and the interconnectedness is a way that Rose and Jack escape from that Lovejoy guy, right? Like mm-hmm. their romance flourishes because they can hide away, but then those passages become a trap. Mm-hmm. So that's one visual thing that I was like, yeah, that's actually pretty good. I didn't like this scene for its content, but I liked it for the visual was when they were shutting all the dampers mm-hmm. and when they had to stop the engines. Mm-hmm. I really liked watching the rotary yeah. like type blades, you know, uh, stopping and reversing. Mm-hmm. And then when they had to shut the dampers, you know, I really, I liked watching the visual part of that. Not mm-hmm. obviously because people die or anything mm-hmm. like that. That's not mm-hmm. what I want to watch. But the visual was was good there to yeah. have that because you don't, you know, ste- you think steam engine, mm-hmm. you know, you don't think of all the actual work that goes into that steam engine. Mm-hmm. So I thought I enjoyed, yeah. I enjoyed that. I know that like CGI augments the movie, but I do like that it's mostly like prosthetic miniatures, mm-hmm. things like that, because nowadays it would literally all just be CGI. You can tell like there's a miniature and it's like water rushing through and, and it like it was filmed in like a giant pool. Mm-hmm. I feel like now it would be like, I don't know, I feel like the water would be CGI and just very, like, old man shakes fist of me, but I just, like, okay, at least it is mostly, like, practical. I think Scorsese could have done it better. It would have been a lot more violent, probably. It's still very violent. Yeah, I mean, thousands of people die in it. And you see, like, you see people fall, like, it's just... Hit the propeller and go, think. Yeah, the whole, you know, people slowly dying in the water was pretty bad. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was reading that you would have died within minutes. So I'm like, ha- I mean, I know Rose was on the door, but like, let's not talk about that door. I know. They, why didn't they just like lay on top table. of each other? Or something? I know. Or they could have both like turned it and yeah. like upper body could have been. If they had been the lying on top of each other, they probably you, both would have fared better. Yeah. Or like spooning or Even something. Even James like, Cameron said later that they both could have fit on the door. Yes. Of course, that door was huge. That door was huge. Yeah. And she just let him die. Yeah. Yes. And then never spoke about him again. Mm. So I don't know. I don't like her character. I don't really like his character either. But I don't like the... He requires a passport to the affluent world, right? He has to have an accompaniment. But she feels no shame in just entering his world and showing up amongst all those people and, like, telling the men, like, you think you're strong. I don't know. Like that, I thought really, that was so cringy when she's yeah. like, watch me stand on my toes. I know. I'm like, okay. I was like, oh, you think you if, just did if something If she could have done something like, those, as in, like, chug that beer, and that would have right. been more... 
man. Right. I, th- I thought she was going to, like, arm wrestle I know. or something. So, I don't know if this makes me a terrible person or not, but I thought it was really hilarious when Leo and Fabrizio are, like, trying to rush and make the ship, and then he's like, he's like, have you been through the inspection queue? And he's like, no, but we don't have any lights anyways. We're Americans. Both of us. I was like, <laughs> what? What? Like, Americans <laughs> have lights, and you're not even in America. Like, mm. You could have gotten British lice or um, whatever. I like, thought that was funny. Yeah. I think the best parts are like with him and like when, but, and then anytime the rich people, I was just like, ugh. Her mom made me so mad. Like, you find that kind of ruthless existence appealing, do you? Yeah. Okay, rude. And then like when like she doesn't get on the boat with her and like I told my mom, I was like, well, maybe if her mom wasn't such a she would have gotten on the boat with her. Like, you pushed your own daughter away because you're such a horrible person. Uh-huh. Yeah. You have some feelings. Yeah. I know. That's yeah. a very... Do like, you you'd think... rather your daughter literally hate you so much that she doesn't want to come with you than just... I don't know if it was that. Her... I feel like I she just know. didn't want to leave Jack. Yeah, but like... Her... But I think she was like, I'd probably like rather do you die. The... Like, do she you... doesn't She doesn't go find... Because her mom survived. Her yeah. mom got in a lifeboat. She doesn't go, go find her, her mom. Yeah. She yeah, yeah, lives yeah, her yeah. life as Rose Dawson. Yeah. She yeah. literally lets her mom think she's dead. So she'd rather like die. Do that. And also like have to, what, go become maybe like a garment girl or something it was it said actress Oh, okay. She became But it's actress. like, you'd rather go do that than go find your mom. What, <laughs> and what happened to her mom? Like, they're not, they don't have money. You think her mom was in a place to... She went she back probably, to be a seamstress. Or she mm. probably went and, like, hung out with Kathy Bates. Maybe. See her, maybe, like... I don't like me in. They weren't being nice to Kathy Bates. Oh, they weren't. Mean girls. I will say the costumes, the dresses yeah. that Rose wears. I feel like at some point perfect. she should have, like, started wearing pants and it could have, like, signified... Because I don't know, I feel like it'd also be more practical for running around. Mm-hmm. Like at some point, she should have been like, I'm gonna put pants on and a shirt. Mm, yeah. Like well, she did have that. So she she kind of donned the masculine side with that suit Yeah. Jacket. I get the vibe that like James Cameron was like, yes, like paint me one of your French girls. Like this is gonna be so empowering for Rose. And I'm like, no, you just needed like boobs in your movie. That's <laughs> the first time I ever didn't make Aurora close her eyes. Oh. Oh, interesting. I think that's probably a lot of people's first boobs. I made some notes because... I think Emery is very right that the focus on other people on the boat is more interesting as mm-hmm. you get to the end. So I started looking things up. So half of the children who were on board died. Most of whom were in third class. Aurora did have a hard time when the mother was talking to her children. That was the hardest time mm-hmm. that I had. That the old couple in bed mm-hmm. and the mom with her kids. I, with the old couple in bed, she was like, you guys, get up. And then with the kids, she's like, well, why aren't they, are they going to die? And I was like, yeah. Yeah, they're they're gonna die i do wonder if like doing women and children only in the boats is like the best course of action because once they make it to safety in you know what is this like 19 12 yeah is or is that woman gonna be able to provide for her family now that the breadwinner has gone. died and they're in a maybe a country that they like you're kind of if you kept it like well all let's first, do family most of the it was mostly first class so if they're mostly first mm. class then they probably already have the money to support them so, and my guess is, is that the other that true. the other women on the boat who especially the third class women were working anyway yeah oh, true but i was just kind of like i don't know maybe it should have been more like Trudy, family that made me sad. yeah family units instead of women and children. I don't know. I was just kind of like, in this world, women can't 
doing a lot. You know what made me really mad was when the dad was like, it's just only for a little while. It's only for a little while. And that's really sad. But one of those girls, stupid girls can't act. And she was like smiling. And I was like, you brat. That's not a joke. You suck at acting. A third of all female passengers died. More than 80% of them were from third class. 80% of all male passengers died. Two thirds of which were from third class. And nearly half of all casualties were crew. Wow. It was like 600-something people died from the crew. So I think that the the best thing for me about this movie is that I'm like, well, maybe I'll spend some time reading up on the Guggenheims or whatever. Yeah. Because I, I thought about maybe reading up on Titanic itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in 2012, at the 100th anniversary, there were a lot of fiction and nonfiction books that came out for the commemorative. I was thinking like, oh, wow, it's like it seems like a lot of wealth was lost, but I'm sure it just passed down to John Jacob Astor's, whatever, Astor, like his children or whatever mm-hmm. in the Guggenheims. But maybe Mad was like, get me a brandy. Get yourself a brandy. Yeah, right. Just go take a bottle. The ship's sinking. They don't have to work for you anymore. Rich people, man. Yeah, and the disconnect between like, oh no, I don't think I want to get on the boat and I'm going to stand in here where it's warm. And then like the third class are literally like, for the love of God, let me on the boat. Yeah, like, like just open this thing. Yeah, and, and then the rich people are like, watch. I don't want to get on there. Fine, okay, we won't. You can yeah, right. die then. We'll give it to someone else <laughs> who wants to be here. And they didn't feel the boats up and they could put more boats on the boat, but they didn't want to look cluttered. Ah. Yeah. yeah, hubris. I forgot to mention, so I'm going to mention here, I remember when this movie came out that there was a lot of grief and like incredible cruelty towards Kate Winslet and her body. People would make jokes about like she would have pulled him over because she's so fat. Like (gasps) fat shamed Kate Winslet in this movie. Like people were incredibly cruel to her. That's mean. But I feel like weren't weren't women back then like a little voluptuous? Like wasn't... I don't feel like she was even... I thought she looked nice. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, to give historical context to the time when the movie came Mm. out and I don't know if it's because it was a lot of women who loved Leo who had like just hate for Kate Winslet Mm. yeah any leading lady also the like we're flying Jack that scene was like when she walks up and she's like I'm here Jack like I was like is he dreaming like is this a joke like I literally thought like this looks like an SNL sketch and I was like this is the most famous scene in like movie history like this looks like a joke I will Um, say that the music was really great. Mm. I forgot to say that that James that James Horner mm. did a fantastic, amazing job with the movie. The soundtrack is one of the best selling albums yes. of all time. Yes, mm. and it he, won two. James Horner won two Oscars and three Grammys James, associated with Titanic. Uh, James Cameron wanted Enya but couldn't get Enya. No, so James no. Horner, I mean, yeah. So James Horner made it sound like Enya, and it's a ripoff, but it's amazing. I love it. It's perfect. And what else? Oh, the sunset during that famous mm. scene the music is I think really really I think they both really complement each other if you ignore the people maybe but that sunset's also real mm. it's not CGI'd mm. I read that on IMDb that although did they just superimpose them onto film they're probably on like a little boat set outside yeah so uh, yeah they were out they, oh, okay. because like she was like she was in like no no she was in like hair and makeup 
and they called her really quick to come do the, oh. the shot because, That's why it looks because like the sunset it was so perfect. Okay, that makes sense because when she like walked up, I was like, where is she coming from? She's literally just like walked into frame. Where like what? So they literally were like, they yeah, oh. we're just like hurry up, hurry up, <laughs> uh, and then because they didn't want to miss the sunset. Okay. Also, I did not realize until looking at this movie that Kate Winslet is a Tony away from an EGOT. She's really good in Mayor of Easttown. Mm-hmm. And Mildred Pierce. Cast off, take the helm, and set your sights on a nonfiction heading. From the art of sailing to tales of adventure on the high seas, your library has great reads. By the boatload. All right. Well, anything else before we move on to ratings, recommendations? I give it a three and a half for like practical effects and everything. It's just so long. Take out the old lady stuff. I do feel like all the period piece stuff does need to be there. You get to know the characters and dynamics and come familiar with the ship and everything. Um, I think maybe they could have hit the iceberg a little earlier and had more time with other characters trying to do stuff. But yeah, three and a half. I think it's also one of those things where it's like, it's one of the biggest movies ever. And I'm just kind of like, at this point, I'm just like, oh, it's, it's fine. It's a movie. It's competently made for the most part. And talk about childlike wonder, master and commander. Oh, <laughs> that should have been Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm. There should be a Marvel style franchise of this. Every little kid should want to be a world explorer, <laughs> sailor person. That movie's amazing. That should have been Titanic. Anyways. Master and Commander. That's my recommendation if you want more, like, boats and large crews and they go to the Galapagos. Like, that movie is amazing. Um, and then my other recommendation is A Night to Remember. It's a Titanic movie from 1958. It focuses on the second in command mm. under the captain, like, his point of that- view. I haven't seen it. It's on my list, but, like, to me that seems more my style. It's focusing on, like, the crew point mm. of view. It's only, like, two hours long. I think it's black and white, so I think it'll have some cool like black and white cinematography and then i'm just gonna recommend the abyss by james cameron basic i don't even remember like what happens in that movie i don't know if it's aliens or just like their submarine starts sinking or something but everything in that movie i was like he just well i guess the abyss is 2000 and the titanic's 1997 so he was like let me just do all the submarine stuff from titanic Mm. in a whole movie and do it worse but Mm. i don't know so like if you want more titanic submarine type scenes that don't have Bill Paxton. Watch The Abyss. Yeah. Master and Commander. I ride hard for that movie and then A Night to Remember. So I give this movie four stars and the only reason it doesn't get five is because of the dialogue, the script, and Leo's acting chops are not amazing but otherwise it gets it's pretty great recommendations i suppose if you want to watch james cameron movies that take forever to be done you could watch alien and what's that one avatar avatar is ridiculously awful terminator 2 is terminator. amazing terminator 2 is amazing i don't i watched the first one i was like i don't remember good but the second one i was like Whoa. i don't remember yeah. any of the term i mean i've seen them i just don't remember any of them it's avatar. like roadhouse it is like roadhouse <laughs> yeah Avatar is, you know, awful. Never seen it. We'll never see it. No, it's awful. It's boring. It's What if we make you watch it for this? No. No. I would okay. probably like hate watch it and like half watch it. And... I wouldn't really want to watch it again. Yeah. It's got Sigourney Weaver never, in it. I've never seen it. I think that it's kind of a combination between Titanic and Alien mm. <laughs> in a way. Um those scenes at the beginning when they're underwater, those look very much like a like Alien or Aliens. Yeah. Mm. Aliens is good. Oh yeah. I think so. Like Bill Pat- 
Paxton has like, I think a giant gun and he's being crazy Bill Paxton. I've only seen bits and pieces. I've never seen, mm. I've never seen it all the way through the first one. But yeah, I think Alien and Avatar for James Cameron because Avatar is pointless, but it has really good, uh, what is it called? Visuals? But so, does it though? It's supposed to have. Blue people. No, but like there's this one part that's got like a forest mm. and it's like really glowy and stuff and it's really, that part's really pretty, but that could have been short. All right, I'm going to give it a three. I think that there are bits and pieces, the claustrophobia, like the freedom, like I was talking about, like the circular set design, like the feeling of being within the ship. I thought that was very effective. There are definitely moments that those kids, them, those that mom and those kids got to me. It made me really sad when it showed people who did not speak English. Yeah, oh, yeah. Trying especially to trying signs. to find that. I was like, And oh. then I read on Wikipedia that a lot of people basically stood around waiting to be told what to do because they didn't know what to do. And, um, and they were told like that another boat would be there in like 30 minutes. Yeah. And then it said a lot of, um, I guess some cultures, no, we're going to stand here and wait and they'll tell us what to do. Mm-hmm. And that we're going to queue here. Yeah. And I was, so that made me really sad that like, you're literally going to die because not knowing why you're dying. Nobody's gonna help you. Yeah. So, other tragic love stories. Casablanca. Oh. I've never seen that. Brokeback Mountain. I have seen that. I have not seen Brokeback Mountain. Other stories of the human condition. Leo has his acting shoes on in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yes. He has them on in Django, too. Yeah, but Watching him being, like, a sad alcoholic. They gave him the Oscar for The Revenant, and I'm like, oh, they should have waited for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I'm glad he finally got one, though. Yeah, (laughs) but he was... He's really like once you finally see that movie. He was great in Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, has, but like once upon a time in Hollywood is like yeah, a good cheesy movie to watch after watching Titanic is The Man in the Iron Mask. Oh yeah, mm. with John Malkovich <laughs> and Jeremy ju- Irons. Oh yeah. my god, you have to. Oh, it's terrible. Gerard Depardieu and um, Leo. Leo and uh, Gabriel Byrne. Yeah, okay. it's great. It's super cheesy. It's, it's like what? It's like that and like uh, oh, Claire Danes connection. Watch Les Mis, the oh. movie version of Les Mis with Liam Neeson. What did, did you miss the movie version of Les Mis? With the Liam one Neeson and Claire Danes? No. Yes, I did. Apparently. Oh, okay. That one's also cheesy. The huge Jackman one is the one I know, yeah. When did that one come out? Uh, Anne Hathaway got like an Oscar for it. Did she? Yeah. Oh my gosh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she oh. she was okay. She was she was not Ebony. Ebony was amazing. Amanda Seyfried was awful. Um. Anyways, don't get me started on that one. I have strong feelings. Cheesy. The Man in the Iron Mask. <laughs> Perfect. John Malkovich. Amazing. Gangs of New York. Leo. Cameron, Gangs of Leo. Cameron of New York, Leo. Diaz. Not acting well. No. Gangs of New York. Leo and Cameron Diaz are awful. I will mm, say. But Daniel Day. Daniel Day Lewis carries the movie mm. it's like they couldn't even try to act because daniel day lewis is right there yeah. like they knew that you know why even bother he's a glass eye oh yeah he has an eagle on it and, and he's he like taps it with a knife i know and he it really has like and a he's glass got a covering. top hat he's really tapping his eye with a knife yeah and he's got a top mm-hmm. hat all the time and yeah, he's and he also wears, a butcher yeah so he always has like a meat and cleaver he's doing a crazy new york accent yes it's but so he's good kind, and he wears like checkered pants but with uh, yes we'll have to do that one day we'll yes, have to do a daniel will. day lewis we will day. because daniel day lewis like 
Chef's Kiss. Kiss. Yeah. It's like a good commentary on America. It is, actually. Saturday, May 7th, The Nice Guys with Ryan Gosling and Kelsey's favorite, Russell Crowe. Kind of buddy cop, a little raunchy, boogie nights, sort of. But it's like really, really funny. Ryan Gosling's really, really good. I think it's a really good kind of like turn your brain off and just Mm -hmm. like have a good time movie. Good like intro to summer. All right. Well, that's it for this episode of Watch Out. Follow Helen Hall Library on all the things, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and TikTok. Check out Emory's blog for more movie reviews, personalized recommendations, updates on our in-person movie events, and past and current episodes of this podcast. Watch out with childlike wonder. With childlike oh! wonder! <laughs> I'm gonna be roasting him. <laughs> no! <laughs> I'll be your voice, James. I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. <laughs> I reenact that movie in the shower by myself okay. on a daily basis. Don't make that face. I don't think Meredith has as high as like a and respect for Leo. And (laughs) both Leonardo DiCaprio vehicles. (laughs) Leonardo. Leonardo. Okay, hang on. When he's being ugly. I didn't mean I was being yucky right now. (laughs) Me and stop. The door was huge. Yeah. Delusions. And I'm always like, delusions. <laughs> I think she appreciated the brevity of the. Oh, did I say that word right? I was like, this movie is not brief. No. <laughs> Levity? No. Dang it, I'm never going to use that word right. I feel like I could be with someone for years and just be like, I still don't trust you. Let's give it like 20 years and maybe I'll move in with you. <laughs> Why are you making faces? <laughs> making me laugh. Y'all are, you made me. <laughs> Y'all are being yucky. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry, Kelsey. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. No, I had more. I want to hear him. I want to hear him. Not a joke. You suck at acting. Get yourself a brandy. Yeah, right. Just go take a bottle. The ship's sinking. They don't have to work for you anymore. Bye.